Hello everyone and welcome back to Behind the Desk, the podcast where I talk about my time working in a recording studio. My name is John and today, well, today I want to start by saying Happy New Year. 2020 was a straight up weird sort of year with some highs and a lot of lows. But it's over and it can only go up from here, I hope anyway. So, well done for making it this far and I hope you have a much better 2021. And because it's the new year, I thought now would be a good time to change this podcast a little bit, try and put a little bit more time and effort into it, plan it out a bit more going forwards, almost not like a full-on reset, but just tweak it a little bit to make it better to listen to, and hopefully more enjoyable and useful for you to listen to as well. So, today, I'm going to explain who I am, what I want this podcast to be about, and just take some time to reflect on what's already happened in placement, and what might happen in the future. If you have any questions for me about this podcast, recording studio, or anything music tech related, then message me at Wellsy Media on Facebook and Instagram. I'll try and answer any questions you might have. So, let's get into this episode, shall we? And the first thing I should probably say is, who the hell I am, because at the moment you just listen to a random guy on the internet. So, like I mentioned earlier, my name is John, and I'm a music tech student. I go to the University of Huddersfield in England, and learn about music tech stuff. And this topic is pretty broad, which I like, and this course is pretty broad, because I've had a chance to learn a lot about different things, from radio production, to implementing music and sound effects into games, as well as some basic electronics and building a pre-amplifier, which didn't work, but I know the theory behind it. But a lot of the course focuses on learning and understanding, recording, mixing and mastering music. Which is cool, because it's not your typical office job, it's something very practical that requires a good ear and a lot of knowledge. But like all things, the best way to learn something is by doing it. And on my course in particular, I have a chance in my third year to work for a company in the music industry and put my skills to the test and learn a bit more. I'm basically saying I do work experience. And before all the corona stuff really shook the world up, I got a job in a recording studio in Newcastle called Loth Music Studios. And I was pretty lucky in some ways because this meant that I could gain some experience in an actual recording studio. And I wasn't being screwed over with online learning at university. So from about July, I've been working at Loft as a sound engineer. Now, this includes recording all sorts of instruments, helping create albums, mixing and editing recordings, and even some mastering as well. But I really don't know enough about mastering to call myself an expert or even know what I'm talking about, so I probably won't talk about it too much on this podcast. But like I said, I'm a student, not some sound engineering guru. But what does all of this have to do with this podcast? Well... About a month into my work experience, or placement, if I use the technical term, is I thought it'd be cool to share what I learned with you guys at home. Because I personally had a lot of questions before coming into the studio, and I didn't know what to expect. But I haven't worked at Loft for like five months now. I know what to expect from working in a recording studio if I move on into another one later in life. And 
I just thought it'd be cool to share that experience with some other people who are maybe in a similar situation where you're a student just about to go on to placement or maybe you're just starting in the industry and just want to know what it's like or maybe you just like podcasts and like listening to people ramble on. Who knows? But what I do know is that this podcast is made for you to enjoy and hopefully learn something new. That's my intention with it anyway. Might not come across perfectly all the time, but I'll do my best for you. So now you know who I am and what this podcast is all about, the music deck and working in a recording studio. Uh, in future episodes, I'll try and dive deep into certain areas of my work in life, from the setup of a normal vocal recording to the equipment and the plugins we tend to use. But for the rest of this episode in particular, I kind of want to look back and see how far I've come from the start. I'm personally somebody who likes to self-reflect a lot, and this seemed to be the perfect place to do it and look at my uni slash work situation. And so far, I've got to admit, I've really enjoyed my placement working for Loft. Yes, there's been some good things and bad things, but for the most part, it's been really good. Like, the bosses are really nice people, and the other intern is also really easy to work with as well. Again, not always perfect, but it's a nice environment to work for. I've had jobs in the past where I feel like I can't openly speak up, or say if something's not quite right, or I'm just having a little bit of trouble with something. And so I've kept my mouth shut in those situations, but not at Loft. The bosses are actually quite nice, quite open, and they actually want to know what you think, which is also a nice feeling. You don't feel oppressed, and the work environment's usually easygoing, so I appreciate that a lot. Especially considering I suffer from anxiety and depression, you know. It's a nice change of pace. Another good thing is that I've been given the responsibility from the get-go. Like, I've been trusted to get stuff done because I have the skills, I guess? The bosses and the customers just expect you to get things done. So you can't not rise to the job or the occasion and you've just got to get it done. I say the hardest thing for me is just believing you can do it and trusting your own skills. And if there is something that's been a challenge or a little bit confusing, then there's people to turn to for advice and point me in the right direction. But by no means do they just do it for you. Now you've got to do that stuff yourself. So the job is good in that respect because it does give you what you should do, which is work experience and learn what it's like to work in that job. And I think the only way you can do that properly is through practice. You can learn a lot of theory, you can do a lot of tests at uni, you can do a couple of assignments, but if you don't practice it, there's not really much learning you can do, properly learning. And there's a lot of practice in the studio, perhaps too much at times. I know I have had some very long days and weeks where it is just like too much without a proper rest. But that is the job, I'm afraid, so you've just got to get on with it, I suppose. So, if I was going to give you any advice at home, if you wanted to be where I am in a recording studio, or wanting to work for one, or whatever your situation is, is that you should be very dedicated to the job. Like, you can't be half-assed about it. It's all or nothing. Whether that means working long hours or weekends, or having to work overtime to get a job done, it has to be done. And it has to be done there and then. So just be sure you definitely want to work for a recording studio because it is a lot of time, a lot of effort that you have to put into. 
My second piece of advice would be not to judge the quality of a studio by the equipment it has. Now this might sound a little weird but hear me out. So at uni, a lot of lecturers go on about the equipment that is professional standard. My first thing that comes to mind is Pro Tools. And you have to use this certain plugin or DAW, or you have to listen on 20,000 pound speakers for it to be good or sound good. And sometimes people judge you or your music or your production just because of what equipment you've used. And some people might be a bit snobbish about it and think, oh, you didn't use this or that. Oh, it must be bad. But that's simply not true. That's not the case because Loft doesn't have the best or most expensive equipment in the business, but I think you can get some bloody good sounding songs and mixes from the equipment. So just don't be too judgy about a studio's ability to do a good job just because they don't have the plug-in that the lecturers told you would be amazing because it's just certainly not true. And it's also a bit snobbish if you just slander somebody's work based on the tools they have. Uh, I usually find it's actually older engineers who tend to be this snobbish and a bit stuck in their own ways, shall we call it. But there's always exceptions to the rules, of course. But yeah, that's my advice to you. Don't, don't judge a book by its cover, is what I should probably say. Now, one question I always like to ask people or other studio engineers when I get to meet them is what is their weirdest recording session? Because some sessions and some clients are memorable and out of the ordinary. And it's funny to hear what some people do whilst in a recording studio, but it is really bizarre. And even though I've only worked here for like five months, I'd say my weirdest recording session, or I should say more accurately, a session that I helped with was when we recorded bagpipes. And it'll be a session I remember for a couple of reasons. First of all, it's rare to record bagpipes, right? They are not the most requested instrument in the world, shall we say, and if you want the sound of bagpipes, I'm pretty sure there'll be some good virtual instruments to use. But this client came in and he paid for the studio and he brought his bagpipe player friend along to record some tunes for his song. Now, his song choice was also unusual and a bit memorable because the client wanted to use bagpipes in a German happy hardcore song. So if you've ever heard of a band called Scooter, a German happy hardcore band, it's basically that's what he wanted to sound like, but with bagpipes. And let's just say bagpipes are not the first thing you think of with this kind of music. Uh, but you know what? Once the bagpipes were recorded and mixed into the track, it actually sounded alright and it just didn't seem out of place, which was really bizarre to me. And the engineer who did it did a really good job. but. The biggest reason I remember the session so well is because, <laughs> because of something that happened whilst I was setting up the microphones. The bagpipe player was also filming the recording as well, so he needed to be in a kilt and look traditional Scotsman playing a bagpipe. Now this old man didn't come in his kilt, oh no. He instead changed whilst at the studio. More specifically though, he started stripping in the live room to put his kilt on whilst I was in the room setting up microphones. This old man didn't care at all. Me on the other hand, I was trying very hard not to make eye contact with him or any part of him. I just wanted to be out of there. So, 
I, I quickly finished the mic setup and I just bolted out the room, I'm not going to lie. I've just never needed to see an old man practically naked. Just never needed to see it. Not now, not ever. It was a very strange session. And something I really didn't expect to have to do on placement. It was very weird. So that was that was probably my weirdest recording session. If you have any experience in a recording studio with something crazy like that happening, then let me know at Wellesley Media. I'd love to hear what what random things happen in studios. Because I imagine it's a lot. So yeah, that's my weirdest recording session. If you've had any weird recording sessions or something crazy happened to you whilst you're in the studio, then let me know at Wellesley Media. I'd love to hear what goes on. But in terms of looking back on the last five months being in the studio, I think it's helped a lot just like gaining my confidence in mixing skills. Uh, My confidence just talking to people because you do a lot of talking in the studio, oddly enough. And I look forward to like getting some more practical sessions, more mixing sessions, hopefully with bands in the future after the whole, you know, COVID thing has blown over. Hopefully before I leave. But anyway, I think that does it for today's episode. Like I said earlier, I want to share my time in the studio with you lot at home. So if you've got any ideas on what you want me to talk about on these podcasts, then give us a shout. All that's left to say is thank you for listening to this podcast. I hope you've enjoyed it and I hope you have a good 2021 as well. I've been John and I'll catch you all in the next one.